Welcome to Season 3 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. This series gives you 10 minutes on my couch while we use psychology to explain, predict and change behaviour so you can live your best life. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about happiness. Now, the most basic form of learning is stimulus response. In other words, when you do something, the outcome shapes whether you do it again. Now, this can be a conscious shaping, such as with Skinner's operant conditioning. If we're rewarded, we will feel good and we'll repeat the behavior. But if we're punished or if we're negatively reinforced, in other words, ignored, then we don't feel so positive and we are less likely to repeat. It can also be unconscious, which is Pavlov's classical conditioning, for example, superstitions or food aversions. We're not necessarily sure that the stimulus and the response were related, but hey, why chance it? Now, unfortunately, this reward approach to feeling good is also the very basis of addiction. When we get a reward or achieve something, we get a little release of dopamine, which makes us feel good. And thus it makes sense to do it again. Rewards that release dopamine can come in the form of achievement and winning, as well as praise and compliments, which do include likes or retweets or other forms of social media validation. It can even come through spending money. The problems of addiction come in when we begin to confuse that often short-lived little buzz of happiness from the dopamine release with the longer-term happiness of bonding and trust or simply feeling healthy. And the problem with social media is that that reward is made even brighter through the use of haptics, such as a little phone vibration and all of those positive bleeps and pops. But I'm here to tell you today that there are actually seven types of happy hormone, a bit like a Freudian fairy tale. And in fact, engaging any of those, as well as dopamine, of course, can still give us that feeling of positivity. And some of those are much more healthy for us. So we'll start, of course, with dopamine. Now, as I discussed, it is the reward molecule. Dopamine is responsible for the response when we're doing any reward-driven behavior or pleasure-seeking. Reward-seeking behavior will increase the amount of dopamine in the brain. And with social media, as I've said, it's often very easy to achieve. But here's a word of warning. When a reward is easy to come by, it may disappear just as quickly too, leaving you craving more. However, if you can generate dopamine when you're achieving a goal, that would be a much healthier approach to its release. The hormone I want you to concentrate on is actually oxytocin. This is the bonding molecule. It's a hormone linked to bonding, trust and loyalty. And it's the hormone which is generated when we spend time with people we love or perhaps through a hug or even stroking a pet. And this gives us a longer lasting form of happiness because research shows that it can be released even when we just look at pictures of fond memories. It's this sense of happiness that perhaps we're seeking, but in a fast paced world, we may be willing to sacrifice it to generate the quicker acting dopamine. Now, I too also am often seduced by chasing likes. I have a brand profile and I often have to anchor myself by focusing on the real world pleasures, such as my work itself, my writing, my friends, family, pets. And actually, when I focus on these things, this is when oxytocin is released 
And not only that, but these are areas I know I have greater responsibility for maintaining and areas I know I can make last. So the first thing to think about here when you are looking for happiness or looking to feel a little bit more positive, yes, there is the quick fix, posting something to get some likes perhaps, or really working on building up connections. So maybe contact someone you haven't seen for a long time. But there are other hormones too, which can also contribute to feelings of bliss. And endocannabinoids, which is also known as the bliss molecule, is the runner's high. It's a state of happiness that some people experience after exercise. Now, I find I actually only reach this state after I've pushed myself to either run faster or longer than I would in a normal workout. So for me, I couldn't generate this sense every day. But I do like to remind myself this is what healthy feels like. And so I do try and push myself to do a timed or a distance run a week. Related to this is the endorphin. These are pain-killing molecules. Now, endorphin translates into self-produced morphine. And this can be produced through strenuous exercise uh, as well as orgasm and can also be stimulated by acupuncture. And the release of endorphins can work as temporary pain relief. Other hormones here, we get GABA is the next one. That's the anti-anxiety molecule. And this is different to other hormones because it's an inhibitor. Now, this actually slows down the firing of neurons, which creates a sense of calmness. So instead of pushing yourself to seek happiness, you can also do something such as meditation or yoga and it releases GABA. And therefore, you get that sense of calm, that sense of oneness. Linked to this is serotonin. This is known as the stabilizing molecule. And similar to GABA, serotonin is responsible for stabilizing our emotions. Low levels of serotonin are related to depression, but too much through medication can actually decrease arousal because our response to serotonin can depend on which area of the brain has been stimulated and which receptor is being used. And serotonin also affects our bowel movements. So you may have heard it said that the bowel is like a brain in itself. That's serotonin working. Another form of happiness is the production of adrenaline. Now, this is the key player in our fight or flight response. So it can seem strange to relate it to happiness, but its release is often exhilarating. It creates a surge of energy which can be used to fight a threat or to run away. It can also be what one may colloquially call thrill seeking. So you might be able to generate it through roller coasters or watching horror films or participating in extreme sports. Now, the important thing to remember when it comes to a sense of happiness is with regards to all of these hormones, we are likely to experience all seven. But the most effective thing we can do is actually understand them and make them work for us. And that's actually a reason I love psychology. It's the ability to explain behavior and respect it because it's through that understanding we can actually affect change. So my tips in our pursuit for happiness try to manage your hormones rather than the other way around. Number one, be mindful that the reward hit from dopamine can disperse almost as fast as it arrives. And if we want a longer lasting form of happiness, oxytocin is the better bet. Number two, with regards to generating oxytocin, while of course it is reinforced through those you love showing love in return, don't forget you can generate it through self-love. So, 
Be kind to yourself and your words and your deeds. And you'll also find if you value yourself, others will value you too. Point number three, you can create a sense of positivity through the removal of anxiety, as well as the generation of happiness. So consider how mindfulness or yoga can help you create a sense of bliss. In fact, you could try this square breathing technique. Trace two squares with your hand, breathing in as you draw along and down, and then out as you draw back along and up to complete the square. Point number four, if you are an adrenaline junkie, find safe outlets to pursue it. And remember, you may also feel a thrill of leaving things to the last minute, but working under pressure does not always produce your best work. And finally, point number five, exercising and maintaining a level of fitness can actually impact many of these hormones. It can create the runner's high, it can help release endorphins, it can help regulate serotonin. It can also affect dopamine because if you set yourself a fitness goal and you achieve it, you get that little hit. And also oxytocin, especially when exercise is an opportunity to bond with friends or perhaps walk a pet. There are also other physical changes that occur with exercise that do contribute to overall well-being. So today, in a world that always tempts us with a quick fix, I challenge you to take a longer term and a healthier approach to happiness. Focus on working the other hormones rather than chasing down reward after reward, which ultimately may never mean as much as a real life hug from a trusted loved one. And that's all we have time for. So hop over to my website, www.draudreyt.com for more development articles and practical tips. Or check out my YouTube channels, Dr. Audrey Tang and The Wellness League for my masterclasses. And follow me on Twitter, Instagram and IGTV at Dr. Audrey T.